Come listen to Dice for Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. to another episode of Control Group. We're playing one of my favorite games. It is called Fiasco by Bully Pulpit Games. And we have some players here today, including a special guest. Take a win. Uh, hey, I'm a special guest. <laughs> I'm Tony. Welcome, Tony. Ooh. I'm Nick. Oh, yeah, and I'm Hadley. And it's Dennis. What up? All right. And I never said my name. I forgot to. My name is Marcus. And <laughs> we are playing Fiasco. So that means it is a kind of weird and awesome storytelling game where we make a story together. It's GMless, so all of us are making the events and the scenes together as we play the characters, right? So the point of the game is to make some kind of weird, gritty Coen Brothers movie if we want, and you would choose a playset that will decide what your setting is going to be. So our setting for today is Fist City, and it is the playset that is for action movies and the like. Um, now, we've already set up all of our connections and uh, different stuff that you do at the beginning. So you'll, you choose a relationship between yourself and two other uh, players. And then you also choose like objects, locations, needs, like motivations, stuff like that. So we'll read all of those now. So between Marcus and Dennis, we have the relationship training partners. They are an instructor and or student who's actually better than them. And they have a need, and it is to win control of the parent-teacher association. Uh, which is gonna be fun. Then we have between Dennis and I, our relationship is crime. Gang leader and or traitor from the Scorpions, whatever the fuck that is. And then we have a weapon between us, uh, which is a ninja sword with a straight blade and square handguard, aka the best ninja sword. Then between me and Tony, we our relationship is work and it's mall security. And <laughs> our location <laughs> that we also share is in the wilderness, and it's an abandoned summer camp taken over by the Society for Creative Anachronism. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. Okay, and then between Tony and Hadley, we have uh, the relationship training rivals. Uh, they are competing to inherit the dojo when Emphysema kills the sensei. Wow. Don't smoke, kids. <laughs> and then uh, they have a need between them, and it is to win the all-county underground kumite championship. Say that five times fast. And then we have between Hadley and Marcus a relationship, which is religion, prophets, and their <laughs> location is in the wilderness, a mud run course condemned by the county health board. <laughs> a very okay. linear story. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So okay. So the cool thing is, is that's a lot of stuff, but all you have to worry about is the four things that you're connected to. You'll have two relationships, and then like a need and a location or something like that. And you don't have to use them all the time. You don't have to have like every one of your scenes be in the summer camp or whatever. 
Um, or And you don't have to be driven by your need every scene. You just, if you want to incorporate them whenever, you can. You know, sometimes they like never do until the end even. But uh, right now we can just like decide stuff really quick and like give ourselves names. So I'll say, Dennis, we're instructor and student who is actually better than them. Um, I am also a prophet. So I don't know if you wanted to be the instructor or the student, but... Um, yeah, I, I think it would make more sense if you were the student. Yes. Because then you could be better than me, being <laughs> right. a prophet, you know? Oh, because yeah. I'm a prophet. I love yeah, okay, that. Cool. Okay, cool. My name is Cameron. Did you say Cameron? Yep, that's my name. The like Cameron, Ferris, like Ferris the prophet. <laughs> All right. My, my character's name is um, Joe Bags. That's with two Gs, people. <laughs> Joe Bags. Joey Bag of Donuts. So Joey the Bag of Donuts. Okay, uh, so Dennis, yeah. So if you're the instructor of the uh, the uh, school, um, is it a martial arts school? I'm assuming. Is that what we're obviously? Going? Yeah. Are you yeah, sensei? Yeah, of course, of course. Holy fuck! Are you uh, sensei? Why are we training I, partners? Um, then I assume that you would be the gang leader <laughs> of the scorpions, <laughs> and that I'd be the trainer of the scorpions. Is that cool, or do you want to flip this? Yeah. No, that that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my 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 team that I'm leading at the summer so, camp slash school dojo school Joe, is Joe Scorpions. Joe is also the leader of the Scorpions. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's a summer camp as well. It sounds like fucking uh, Tiger King. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so then I I'm a traitor for the Scorpions, who's also mall security. So my name is obviously Lionel Fonzarelli. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Uh, so oh, I'm, yeah, a, I'm a mall security as well, who uh, is at the Scorpions Dojo, I guess, waiting for Sensei to die mm-hmm. um, and to prove myself yeah. at the Kumite Championship. Uh, so I guess uh, that makes me Eugene Horvath. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Eugene Horvath. <laughs> Wait a second. Hang on. Th- Hang on a second. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were coming up with names based off of <laughs> I was like these are <laughs> these are ridiculous um, but, but it's, okay I understand now okay I get it we're just making up names here okay no Hadley look yours. in the group chat and see the pre-designated names we've chosen for this campaign <laughs> I chose an Italian origin <laughs> so you guys are competing to inherit the dojo when uh, Epizima kills the sensei and also a prophet <laughs> You guys don't have to choose which is which like we did with the stuff so that's cool yeah okay uh i think so i uh me and tony are training i guess me and eugene horvath are <laughs> are training rivals but marcus and i are also a prophets and marcus and i are not i'm competing in two things apparently i'm not only at the the mud run the sketchy mud run but I'm also need I I'm basically pulling a karate it's kid a con- here. It's a condemned I, mud run, to be fair. <laughs> I've got to I've got to I've got to win the the underground fight, apparently. And my name, I lead a double life. Oh my god, yes, I lead a double life. Um, <laughs> and uh, as the warrior, as the person who like uh, fights, uh, my I call myself. Um, uh, you know, uh, Jake, um, <laughs> Jake Snake, and Jacob uh, Snake, Jacob Stink, and um, when I'm at the Mud Run, uh, I call myself. Uh, uh, we're gonna say uh, Lu- Lewis. 
Um, no last name for that one. Uh, and the reason why I'm doing all this is because I'm trying to find the difference between peace and violence. Um, and I'm trying to become enlightened as a prophet. So I am a prophet all the time, but but I'm leading a double life. Anyways, that's that's my improv. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I love when improv starts with a meticulous plan set out between five people. <laughs> So yeah, and then we started. <laughs> That's the best kind of it. <laughs> so uh, we're probably only going to do one act, honestly. But yeah. we are ready to start Act One. So this is our movie. I don't know. We'll think of a name of it later. But <laughs> here are two ways that you come up with scenes. So when it is your turn, um, and we'll go in the same order that we did. So when it's your turn, you're going to have a scene that has you on the spotlight, right? You're going to be one of the main characters of the scene. And you could choose, hey, um, you know, Lionel Fonzarelli, do you want to be in my scene? Or you could just make up a character as well. You could say, like, oh, you know what? One of the camp counselors talks to me. Tony, would you want to play that for me? You could do either of those. So that would be if you are setting up the, res- the scene, right? And when you set up the scene, that's establishing the scene. So when you do that, you're like, okay, so I'm in the camp, and I'm trying to do this. And then we play through the scene, and then everybody is like, I don't think you accomplished that. I don't think you did the thing that you were trying to do. This would be great if, if this applied to improv, where you do a scene and everybody like agrees if you accomplished it or not. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. Because whether or not you did is great. It's great either way. Because like failing is awesome. So whether or not you did, <laughs> so they'll they'll choose whether or not you you succeeded, and then whether or not that happens, you'll get like a, a black die or a white die, and we'll decide on that later. But the other way to do it is you say, okay, it's my turn. I want you guys to establish it and I'll resolve it. So we'll say, okay, I think, you know what? I think your character's walking down the street and then this happens to them. And they're like, what the? So then we, we play the scene together and they didn't decide what happened in the scene, but they get to decide how it ends now. So they get to resolve it and they say, and then I accomplish my thing by this happening or I don't because I think this happens. So those are the two ways you can, you can choose on your, on your turn if you want to resolve or establish. And uh, if anyone ever has any, like, really juicy scene you really want to do next, go for it. Like, you know, whatever, anything goes. We don't have to really go on t- turn order? Well, I mean, we kind of should go in turn order, but it doesn't matter. Um, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can make, you can do scenes alone, you can do scenes with other people, you can do flashbacks, you can do any kind of, like, dramatic tricks or whatever. You can, it's okay to die until somebody tell you that. Death is okay. And then uh, once we've all done one scene, maybe we'll do a tilt and just like throw in a twist. But otherwise, I think we're ready to begin our first scene. And we can start with Dennis again. Alright, so I think I want everyone, everyone is technically in this scene, but I think Marcus will be the one in the front. We we start off, we're outside the campgrounds of Camp Fistalot. Camp <laughs> where uh, New, New, New Jersey parents uh, send their kids over the summer uh, so they don't have to deal with them, but uh, to learn how to fight better. And, you know, at the end of the year, there's the big underground Kumite. And then we see we see Joe Bags and uh, Joe Bags is exactly what you'd assume a New Jersey ninja looks like. He's got the traditional all black garb, a nice golden dragon decal. He's about like 70 pounds overweight, so it's kind of like pot beer belly pops out of the, the, the front of his, of his ninja pants. Um, you can see his kind of ratty ponytail coming out underneath his mask. Um, he somehow all, 
always has a cigarette in his mouth, even though his face is covered by a ninja mask. <laughs> just a little hole. <laughs> yeah, a little hole, just for the cigarette. Um, but behind him, attached in a special sheath, is his, his special ninja sword, which uh, kind of deigns him camp leader. And it's the first day of camp, and everyone's is this there. Modern times? What was that? Is this, the, is this modern times or is this the eighties? <laughs> this is definitely the eighties. Okay, cool. Sounds like the 80s. <laughs> everyone's sitting out in the logs for the little assembly as he gets on stage and he he taps the mic and, uh, hello, welcome everyone to Camp Fistlot. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're gonna be gonna be real prepared for a good year. Uh, fighting, uh, ninja skills, uh, and all the sort of the like. I am, uh, Sensei Joe Bags. Uh, you can call me Sensei Joe. You can call me Sensei Bags. You cannot call me Sensei Joe Bags. Uh, I'll be teaching y'all, uh, the styles of ninjutsu, uh, a little bit of Muay Thai. Um, yeah, those are the only popular, uh, uh, Kung Fu, a little bit of Kung Fu. Uh, I got that one from my Sifu. Um, and he spits on the ground. Um, I know we are all excited. Uh, we've got a long way to go, uh, to make it to the Kumite this year. Uh, but there will be a grand prize, uh, for this Kumite as he, he takes the, the sheath and sword off of his back. He really struggles, uh, to do it because it was pretty tightly on there and he's pretty chubby. But he finally takes it off after a couple of expletives. This sword indicates who is the grand master of Camp Fistlot. And the winner of that, of this, uh, this here Kumite will be gifted this sword and become the new grand master. Cause I'm, uh, I'm getting too old for this shit. I put my hand up. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you win the fronts. Sensei Bags? <laughs> Sensei Bags? I heard, I heard that at the all-county underground Kumite championship this year, the Society of Creative Creative Anachronism is going to be there. We can't win. There's no way. I, I'm going <laughs> to... He jumps down off the stage. You can hear a definite crack in his knees as he hits the ground. And he wobbles over to you. And he picks you up by the scruff of your shirt. And he says, uh, We uh, are the Scorpions. Uh, and we have never lost an all-county underground kumite in my 15 years of running Camp Fistlot, all right? In the distance, you, there's a, 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 a shout from a, vo- a voiceless, uh, a faceless person. Let him go, bags. <laughs> and then the people, the people part, and they're behind a tree. Stepping out from behind a tree is Lionel Fonzarelli. <laughs> Lionel, mall security Lionel, guard. <laughs> Lionel, what you, what your dirty ass doing here on camp's fist lot grounds? <laughs> Looks like you need to look over your uh, your 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 uh, employee worksheet because I'm a camp counselor this year. <laughs> God damn it! He he runs back to the stage and he picks up a, a sloppily put together uh, clipboard and he's looking through it all. He's like, Ah, God damn it! Yeah, it's right here. Ah, shit. Well, yeah. I may be I may be taking a break from all security, but that doesn't mean I still can't teach these youngsters a few things about what it's like. To, to, to be a martial artist in the modern society, this day and age. Uh, you, you're still working at uh, New Jersey Mall? You know it. How's Eunice? How's she doing? She's dead. <laughs> I put my hand up. <laughs> yeah, you. 
Uh, Sensei Bags. Sensei Bags. I heard that... I read it online. I, I looked it up online. I mean, uh, I uh, looked it up in the white pages. There we go. What the Society of Creative Anachronism is. And and they're like experts in like 17th century artistic stuff and like like Renaissance period paintings. We can't beat that. They're coming to the Kumite this year. We can't, we can't win. He jumps back down. Picture back up. We are the Scorpions. All right, I have it in the in the twenty four years I have now worked at this camp fist lot. We the Scorpions have never lost, and we're not gonna la- lose to any fancy Ottomans or Cartesians or croissants. <laughs> and you turn around, and there's another voice, another voice from somewhere else in the crowd uh, shouts at you, and you uh, a, a figure that's about six foot six. Um, and probably 130 pounds um, walks up, uh, and he's <laughs> he's wearing a gi that he uh, made himself uh, that uh, has a scorpion's patch sewn onto the back, and uh, says, uh, "Put him down, Sensei Bags." Ah, I see. Why, um, um, it's Eugene. It's, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, Eugene. I'm Eugene. Eugene. Yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew. <laughs> I knew he goes back to the clipboard to check it again. Yeah, Eugene. I'm a counselor here as well. And if you remember our conversation from last year, I think it'd be who of you to be a little kinder to those of us who may be taking over more responsibilities in the future. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're so right. So you got yourself a new dog, boy, do you? Bags? I see how it is. All right, By I the think... way, Lionel is dressed in his mall security outfit. I should have said that. All right, I think we can uh, resolve this scene. So what do you guys think? Did he, uh, did, what was your goal for this, Joe Bag? <laughs> just, just to introduce the stakes. <laughs> I think we've done a fair job. I think you did that. Yeah, yeah, I think you totally did Are that. you telling me this was all for exposition? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I, so then if I get you win, you would get a white die. Yeah, yep. so you do. All right. Wink, wink. So how are we going to denote them? How do you want to do this? Yeah, so just, yeah, so just write Dennis below, and then give him, give him one of the white ones. Just below all of it. This is our pool of ones we haven't used yet. So this is all of our dice in front of us, right? We got eight black ones, eight white ones. Dennis gets one of the white ones now. Nice. <laughs> Dennis, eight plus white. <laughs> no. Wait, just move on. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so all right, it is Lionel Fonzarelli's turn. Oh, I gotta do something. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, or you can uh, let us establish. No, 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 I got this. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I think this scene is gonna be between uh, me and Eugene Horvath because we had a sort of a charged moment there in front of all the kids. Um, we're and we're Camp Cancer, so we're we're gonna see see uh, Lionel and Eugene setting up a sort of a, a, a daily exhibition that the kids go through in the summer camp together all right it's like later in the day uh we're set what, what, what's a it's a good martial arts <laughs> summer camp event uh we're setting up an <laughs> obstacle course uh yeah. of 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 various kung fu related things like those like dummies that you punch and kick <laughs> and then like swinging bags that like have like spikes on them so they gotta dodge them we're there's only off. a couple of dummies though so we have to like after they pass one we have to lift it up and run it around and put it in front of them again before they yeah yeah we gotta put it back <laughs> we don't have a very big budget here at this at this summer camp can't fist a lot but uh we're gonna make it work okay so just quietly setting up things so eugene i haven't uh seen you in these tournaments for quite a while 
How you been? I, I've been doing as well as to be expected, Officer Fonzarelli. Uh, I know. I, I, oh, I please, please, just call me Lionel. We're here in the we're in the summer camp. You know, we can drop the formality. Lesson number four out of fifteen. Discipline requires structure. Structure requires rank. I would be <laughs> failing my my loyalty to what the scorpions stand for if I didn't address you on the rank that you have earned. Listen, I, you're going on and on about that scorpion stuff. It doesn't do you no good, Eugene. Well, Officer Ponzarelli, I, I, I have to say, I am a little shocked at what you said. I thought that both of us were so excited to come back and uh, take on more responsibility this year and possibly, you know, once you know who... <coughs> do you catch my meaning? I don't want you... I don't need you grunting in my face, Horvath. I just know that we all came here for different reasons. We'll leave it at that. Some of so. us came here to win the Kumite. Some of us came here for a relaxing three-day weekend. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> These three days are among the most important of my year. I will not rest until I have accomplished the destiny that I have laid out before me and win the gold medal of the underground all-county Kumite championship. I will put my opponents so deep into the earth that they will not be able to breathe. I, I, sorry, I had something for this and I couldn't remember it. Uh, let me get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden you, right, hear an eagle, you hear an eagle cry above you <laughs> and up, up on top of a ridge you can see a figure. Hey! How the fuck you get up there? <laughs> this is Hadley resolving this scene. <laughs> he, uh, the figure turns around. You can see they turn around and one minute they disappear and the next minute they're behind Nick and they go Unless I have anything to say about it. And there's a really close-up oh. of my face, and I'm just going like, oh, 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 And there's like a feet of sweat <laughs> on my forehead. Lionel's eyes dart back and forth, be looking, trying to look behind him without really tilting his head. And then he's going to quickly try to sweep the leg. <laughs> Damn. Is there no dice rolling? Um, <laughs> no, but he, uh, the, he established story, the scene, so he can resolve. <laughs> so what do you think? Yeah, do you um, think that he's going to succeed in this scene or fail? Um... He would definitely succeed, and he does like a backflip, and then he backflips somehow behind uh, Tony, and he goes, "Hello again, old friend." Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, Eugene um, just kind of flails out his uh, his arm, elbow first, and uh, pops Lionel right in the face, probably in the in the process. You hit me. Then, but he lets out <laughs> a loud pi despite that. <laughs> <laughs> You got a good elbow on you, Horvath. <laughs> Thank you, officer. Sharp! <laughs> now, who are you there, mysterious stranger? You must state your name, as outlined in the camp rules. <laughs> you do not recognize me, Eugene? It can't be. J Jacob. Yes. Jacob it is Stank. I, Jacob Stank. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard... I'm here to win... To... Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I was just t so taken aback I was trying to recollect what had happened to you but you know I'll let you know <laughs> oh yes of course my own story ever since he burned my face and he removes half his face to reveal burned face oh shit He's got you were trying face. to shoplift from the Cinnabon I had to put you down hard the Cinnabon that's my turf 
Now you got a problem with me too, Stank. <laughs> uh, and he sits there and he goes, I won't let it happen again. Listen, you two's talking tough. Both of you gotta, gotta get through the Fonzarelli if you want to win this Kumite. I hear tell that there's a fight later and it's underground. Yeah, the Kumite, I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Did you get that hot you? oil in your ears stink? <laughs> Sh- shut up! <laughs> no! All yes. Right. So, do we, so do we think if, do we think that Fonzarelli succeeded in that scene or or no oh no he we certainly established succeeded. the the fighters involved <laughs> in this tournament <laughs> but i think my goal was to sort of connect with eugene i don't know if i did oh okay okay, okay. we'll give you a black die for that then okay so Next a challenge equal we established we established we were enemies that's right all right next is tony's scene all right um so i think my scene uh will continue on um, just shortly after um, at the sign-ups for the Kumite. I will uh, get there and see that uh, Jacob is uh, signing up on the line before me. Aha. I see that you're not using cursive. (laughs) Did you forget that skill as well, Jacob? Ever since since you burned my face, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, see what else you forgot at the Kumite. You know, Jacob, I've heard tell that you're going around here acting like you're somebody you're not. And I gotta say, I don't respect that. And I'm assuming it's a metaphorical sense when people are saying that, and I'm not gonna look any deeper into it. I'm you're right, I can't be talk. myself when I'm wearing this mask because you burned my face! <laughs> well, jeez, uh... <laughs> Uh, what 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 are you? Uh, a beginning recorder class? Because you're awfully one note. <laughs> on, I'm going to pretend least. I didn't hear that. And I'm going to... What? I am not going to let you get in the way of me taking control around here. Sensei Bags is on his last legs and his last lungs. You know this as well as I do if you are coming to camp. And you know that the counselors are going to be the ones who take up the slack if he dies. And I'm going to get it real close to him. I'm going to say, not if I have anything to say about it. You keep on threatening me everything that I'm (laughs) saying, and I'm just trying to be direct with you. Ah, yes, but we are rivals. (laughs) (laughs) And so therefore... Uh, I have a lot of negative things to say about you. And do you know why I have a lot of negative things to say about you? It's because I burned your face. Because you burned my face! Hey, keep the line moving! <laughs> so as See the line around, moves, In a second, Corduroy. And then I turn around and Jacob's gone. It's disappeared. So, like the what were you attempting to do with this scene that Eugene... Um, I think I was attempting to uh, establish my dominance kind of in the area since he he's come in and threatened me right away. And um, it seems like I had no effect on him. So I, I think I might have been a failure. <laughs> okay, gotcha. A black die. I think Jacob's immune to being uh, to, to, to dominance. He's got too much burn. He just can't get burned again. <laughs> he can't. He's got burned too many times. All right, and it is... Hadley next. Um, now I'm going to go up to uh, 
um, Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) You got fucking Joe Bags, Lionel, Fonzarelli, (laughs) Eugene Horvath, Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) The Um, prophet. I'm going up to Marcus and or Cameron and I'm going to look at him. I'm going to say, peace be with you. And as we're passing in the forest, I say, and with you. We're gonna, we're gonna need our strength. I, I don't know that we'll win the Kumite this year. I don't know if I made it clear at the meeting or not, but I don't think we will. Are you? You have to be careful. There's some guy walking around telling people that he's gonna burn their faces. What? Someone said that to you? Yes. It's, it's insane. I'm like, who are you? You seem Lewis. cool, but not right now. Lewis the Prophet. Yes, Cameron the we, Prophet. How did we end up those this far away from camp? And as we look around, we're like reaching the edge of the forest. Did you say how did we get out here? Yeah, I think we took a wrong turn somewhere. I uh don't know where I'm going half the time. Usually I just let the wind take me. And both of us with our prophet robes um, are just like continue down the, the forest path. And we're like, all right. It must be safe down here. And then a twig snaps behind us. This is and crazy. Turn around. And he, I, 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 I step in some mud and my, I can't get my sandal out. <laughs> I'm like, I look at him and I go, my, my foot, it's stuck. And I, I take no. my foot out and I, uh, I lose my shoe. I'm like, is there somebody behind us? This mud was planted here. So oh then I turn my around, God. and it's it, the then, entire leading staff of the Parent Teacher Association. <laughs> Every single one of them, they're here. They're, they're the, I guess they're the parents too. I was yeah. just thinking the teachers of the local school next to the camp. And I say, I know you. You're Principal Robinson. And he says, Shut up, kid. <laughs> Shut up! You're not gonna win the Kubate this year, and then, and then he like immediately attacks us. And I'm like, wait, I haven't had any lessons yet. I just got to camp. No. The bristles beat the shit out of you. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, we, me, and both Cameron and Lewis go into like incredible martial arts stances and we're just destroying and kicking ass and one by one parents and teachers are coming up and they're being they're being crushed under our fist and foot and then we look at our hands and they're glowing our hands are glowing yeah and then i turn to lewis and i'm like lewis the prophet that's why our parents in the middle of it my face mask are coming off and i'm like uh uh, don't look at me (laughs) lewis the prophet are you okay yeah, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Let's not fight these people. Let's remain peaceful. But we already defeated all of them. They're writhing in pain on the ground. <laughs> oh. Yes, of course. I heard that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we start running. And I, and I say, Louis the Prophet. That's why our parents always called us the Prophet. Because, After our names. Because we have that's our last incredible... name? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not our last names. No, we have incredible martial arts skills. I didn't know. Did you know this? Uh, the only thing I do know is I don't have a last name. But no, I had no idea. I I would never hurt a fly, ever. Well, we did worse than that. 
I think, okay, what were you trying to accomplish this scene, uh, Lewis? <laughs> what was I, I was, uh, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, stick to my holy journey, um, uh, but I think I'm, I'm doing a little Jekyll and Hyde situation here. <laughs> yeah. And I obviously I let it slip because I definitely slaughtered some of those people. <laughs> well, but I think you still fulfilled your prophet duties. I think your Jekyll stuff is the like burned face stuff, right? generally yes i think if we're prophets of martial arts you fulfilled that i would say you get a white one okay it's my turn next um and of course it's a scene between me and joe bags (laughs) so later that night as the moon is rising i'm walking through the camp and and i knock and i bang on joe bags's door on on sensei bags's door um you don't receive an answer but when you go to look through the window of the cabin, you can see that uh, Joe Bags is on a on a brick cell phone, uh, and it seems like he's receiving some news that really breaks his heart. But then he notices you in the window, and as you like skirt back to the door to pretend you weren't looking, uh, he opens the door uh, very sternly. Um, <clears throat> what do you what do you what do you need, kid? Uh, sensei, Mister Bags. Wait, that's not one of the things you said to call you. <laughs> no, that's not one of them. He picks you up by the scruff. <laughs> and then as as he picks me up, I like instinctively my fist goes to his hand and like there's like there's like a hint of light that you can see as I like as it like slaps your hand away. All right. In the in the 37 years of me leading this camp, no one has ever stopped that move before. <laughs> you picking them up by the scruff? <laughs> I, I don't know how I did it. If I, my body just acted on its own. Yeah. And, and he he runs uh, back into his room and he goes under his bed uh, and he pulls out this like lockbox and he begins sorting through it and you can see it's just like random postcards, a couple girly mags. Uh, but then eventually he pulls <laughs> out like an old tattered leathered book. Uh, and it, it just says the prophecy on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he begins sifting through the pages. Uh, have your, uh, have your hands been glowing recently, kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have. How did you know? It says right here, in the prophecy. No. <laughs> and he, he displays it down. As you can see, the prophecy is, uh, the prophets will come. Uh, and help win the Kumite. Really? <laughs> no. That's a very specific problem. But there's no way. We. There Sensei is a way. There bags. is a way, kid. He picks you up by the scruff. We are the scorpions. <laughs> and, and instinctively, my shoe, my tennis shoe glows. And I <laughs> kick him in the nuts. <laughs> oh no, my body just... I just acted. That wasn't my fault either. Oh no. Oh god, no. It's alright, kid, as he, uh, he struggles to get up. Uh, my ex wife's got those. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. That's, that's a good one. I, 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 I didn't follow your training. I know we've only had one lesson, but I, I yeah. had to come and confess to you that I took out my anger on all the parents and teachers of the local parent teacher association. <laughs> Wait, you took them all out? Every single one of them. Even Principal oh. Robinson. 
Oh, thank God. Babs has been telling me to get on the PTA board so I can get closer with my kid. <gasps> oh, no. What did I just say? Did I say that out loud? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a second. You're one of the parents. I I am, uh, I am, uh, unfortunately, and without my knowledge for, uh, about 13 years, uh, am a father, yes. But I've, <laughs> I have constructed a situation in which I have brought my son here to the campgrounds. So over the course of these three days, we can bond. <laughs> these three days. Sensei Bags. <laughs> how could you, how could you betray this camp? How could you betray the Scorpions? None of us would ever go and join the local high school or parent-teacher association. I had to. Uh, I, uh... I don't, uh... I don't have much time left. Yeah, well, maybe that's a good thing. And I slam the door and leave. In the in the corner of the window, though, we see the eyes of Lionel Fonzarelli. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I was about to say that too! <laughs> <laughs> Watching for the corner. <laughs> he, he he hears that last missive and and bows his head, saddened by the news. <laughs> okay, so I guess I was trying to get some redemption for like destroying so many parents and teachers. Do you guys think I accomplished that or no? Redemption. No. Okay. No. It's further, it's further <laughs> yeah. than mystery. All right. So I am. I get a black one. Okay. So why don't we toss a twist in here right now? Yeah, I got a good twist. <laughs> Great. Let's do it. Uh, sun up on the second day of camp. It's a funeral. <gasps> <gasps> we we see an open casket. As uh, one of the campgoers is poorly playing taps on a trumpet or a bugle of his own make taps? from the arts and crafts section. Yep. It's not even the right one. <laughs> no, that's the right one. <laughs> yeah. Every morning. It's the only every song he knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one that's. <laughs> then. Slowly turns into like Bohemian Rhapsody, you know? The only other song he knows on the bugle. Uh, <laughs> we see in the open casket in front of all the park or the fucking camp goers is Sensei Joe Bags. No! Uh, he said not to call him that! <laughs> we, we see his wife. <laughs> we see his, his wife, wife, Barbara. Uh, yeah, his wife, ex wife, ex wife, ex wife. <laughs> his ex-wife Barbara um, addressing you all uh, she says now I know Joe Bags meant a lot to you <laughs> she's smoking two cigarettes at the moment <laughs> and he wouldn't want any of you to think you weren't loved alright as she's looking throughout the crowd uh, she meets up eyes with a very specific person her son. Uh, that'll be revealed later, I guess. But we're in in Joey's Joey's honor. We're gonna continue the camp and continue on with the Kumite. Um, training will be uh, suspended for today for grief counseling. Um, 
And I know today is the main day we train you. There's only one lesson on the first day. There's all the lessons on the second day, and then the kumite takes up most of the third day. Um, so you might feel a little unprepared. Uh, but we've got grief counselors on standby. Uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see Lionel Fonzarelli go up and, like, throw roses inside of the Joseph casket. Um, and then displayed above the casket is, uh, is the, the sword for the kumite. And Lionel slowly reaches out to touch it, but then pulls his hand away. He's not worthy yet. <laughs> I was gonna say. And he leans down and kisses Joe on the on the forehead. <laughs> and he says, "You smell like shit, old man." <laughs> <laughs> he walks away. Cameron walks up and he says, "Sensei, no, I didn't mean to kick you in the nuts." <laughs> He says that in the during the funeral and like family members of bags like behind him like look at like his his sister and like aunt like yeah, Cindy bags what Cindy bags and he's like I'm sorry my my body just acted on its own look he was he was the only sensei that I ever knew we only had two lessons but I just I'll never forgive myself for what I said to him right before he died. As uh, the the spirit of Joe Bags materializes in front of Cameron. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> ah. <coughs> ah, fuck! Um, don't worry about it, kid. It wasn't the kick to the nuts. It was emphysema that eventually got me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it turns out um, the fifty-seven years I ran this camp, I smoked the entire time. Um, and that's not, uh, that's not good for your lungs, apparently. It's what the Surgeon General says. I don't give a shit. But I need you to do something. And I would, I would grip onto your soldiers' shoulders right now if I wasn't immaterial. But, and, kid. And you try to, and it works, and, but there's, like, my shoulders glow a little bit as you, like, grip onto his shoulders, and you pick him up by his scruff. And I'm like, I pick Sensei him up by his scruff. Bags, whatever. Sensei, bags, whatever you want, I'll do it. Dude, the kid's floating. I need you to do <laughs> in the middle of the funeral Cameron's just floating um, I need you to do two things I need you to win the kumite for the scorpions because the scorpions in all my years have never lost the kumite but I also need you to find my son and tell him I love him alright I didn't get a chance to say it myself of course sensei Joe I'll I'll make it my only mission. And then there's three ninja stars fly onto the <laughs> casket. And they go through his ghost and his ghost disappears. And this is I'm resolving the scene, I guess. And and he and, and then they just they cover the 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 casket and they're like scratching it up. And then as we all look, the sword is gone. <gasps> and we look at where look to see where the stars came from, but we don't know. <laughs> so, what were you trying to accomplish with that scene, Joe Banks? <laughs> to die? <laughs> I think you won that one. I think you accomplished exactly what you were trying to do. Yeah, my death. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe Bags will live forever on. Um, I I bequeath uh, one of my white dies to uh, Marcus, and then I bequeath the other white die to whoever my son is. Oh, shit. 
We'll find that out later. We right? had to decide who are, who your son is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bye, bitches. <laughs> Resolve that for me. Dennis just leaves. Dennis <laughs> is right. like, uh, and I'm done recording. <laughs> All right, so I am though. I do have to go. All right, get out of here. Leave. That's <laughs> Bye. Bye, Joe Banks. You'll be remembered. Yeah. Always. Okay, so now it's my, my go? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I have a C, but I don't know how it ties it up. Do I, can I choose anybody? Or yeah. Do I have to be it doesn't have to be me. No, yeah. Choose Not anybody, and you don't have to choose anyone here. It could be whatever. Oh, really? I can just do my own solo scene? It's yeah. kind of what I want to yeah, do. Yeah, or like an, a, fi- okay, a new so, character. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Lionel's gonna... We're gonna see Lionel walking through the woods after Joe's funeral. The taps are still playing in the background. Uh, and Lionel's gonna be like walking, and he takes out his hands. He looks at his fists and clenches them until they're until they're white. And then he throws them to the throws them to a side, and he walks through the forest. He's running. He rips off his mall uniform, rips off his shirt, displaying his eight pack. And Ray runs through the forest. It's a montage of like 80s music. He's running through the forest. And then he jumps off of a log and lands in the middle of the Society for Creative Anachronism camp. Oh, no. And one of the uh, the camp goers who is dressed as, was it, what was it, French? Was it British? What, what 17th century what? It's like, I don't think it's that a nation. Okay. I think it just said. It's 17th century uh, British, uh, like, Quaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he stands up and he says, uh, good lord, what is happening here? <laughs> and I say, my name's Lon- Lionel Fonzarelli, and I just realized that I'll never win the Kumite if I just use the teachings of Sensei Joe Bags, or Sensei Bags, excuse me, rest in peace. I need you to teach me your ways so that I become the ultimate warrior. Ah, a fellow charlatan, <laughs> just like every single one of us. And then the other, ah. other guys come up. <laughs> We've met your kind before. You know that you can't win unless you have Lionel Fonzarelli on your team. No, fuck you. You know that you can't win unless you have us. Lionel Fonzarelli punches him right in the face, <laughs> knocking him unconscious. And it, and it goes through his giant fluffy collar, and it, which amplifies the strength, and he, fl- he flies down unconscious. His collar fall, flies off along with uh, his pager. They say, what? That's... That's that's not part of our, our way. We don't have electronics in this society. Kick him out. Get him out of here. And they carry off his body. <laughs> Take him away. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you need. What I whatever it takes to win the Kubite. Lionel Fonzarelli. That's my name. Don't wear it out. And they pull out like a rapier, and they like knight you. Oh, cool. You are now a creative anachronist. That I am indeed. But only a squire. Feed the pigs. <laughs> yes, master. <laughs> so we're going to cut to another scene. <laughs> I think he we're gets... Gonna cut to, uh, right before the underground fight. Um, uh, we're going <laughs> to... We're cutting right down to the underground fight. And it's in the locker rooms. And you can see... Um, uh, you can see... Um, what did I name myself? God damn. Jake. Jacob. burn cream on his face. And then he's going, ooh, ow. And then he puts his mask on. And then you can see him get his profit book out. Uh, and that's when... Um, <laughs> and that's uh, when... God damn it. What are all our names? Oh, Eugene. It's when Eugene walks in. I know you did. I'm, I'm reading them. Uh, and that's when Eugene walks in. This is where? And, 
uh, Eugene walks in on me putting my mask on. But you're like in like the underground locker rooms for the Kumite yeah. or something? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Stick. I'm coming here to extend the olive branch. We have to take down... Is that a profit book? <laughs> uh, it's No. No, this is the book I'm going to use to burn and throw in your face. And he's he just is like, oh, forget it. And he, he, he <laughs> throws the mask away. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I, I sit him down on the bench and kind of put my uh, arm around his shoulder and say, Hey, champ, what, what's going on? What, what's all this about? Trying to be... <laughs> what's all this, then? Um... He, he, he is, he's like, I'm trying to discover the true meaning of life. And I thought I could find it in this summer camp. So I created this phony, this phony rivalry with you. I don't hate you, dude. Do I, does it suck that you burned my face? Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I think I forgave you a long time ago. And I think I found purpose in just hating you. Jacob, uh, I have to say, uh, if anything, I'm flattered that you uh, considered me uh, an enemy for so long. You know, I, not many people take me that seriously. Um, but I do want to remind you that you know, we are going to be at this camp for less than 72 hours. So trying to find the meaning of life here is, is not going to give you a huge window. I'm going to be honest. It uh, seems like a lot of work to put into this. Uh, not, but I, I, respect, I respect the uh, drive and the... Uh, the determination that you've had. I mean, that is rules number six and seven out of 15 uh, of the Scorpion's Guidebook. Drive Why did you, and determination. What, you just, you just slighted me. Like that was like, that was like kind of rude, wasn't it? Uh, well, you know, I'm uh, not a pleasant person on most counts, uh, but I, I do have to say, uh, I don't mean any disrespect. And in fact, I came here because I would like to call a truce. I, I think that we can help each other, you know, uh, move forward here. Uh, what with uh, Sensei Joe Braggs dying all of a sudden last night and us yeah, holding his funeral this morning. Yeah, that was uh, that was rough. Um, I am I'm a little shocked that they decided to hold the funeral here at camp. He probably had family members, but you know what was more important? All the children that came to this summer camp every year. To for watch two months at a time. <laughs> yeah, just you know, there was a lot of first-time campers, and we we have to start the age group at about seven years old, so they're going to have a lot of questions when they get back home. But, but I think that oh, uh, please. No, I, I was just going to say that now that we've done this truce, I I don't think I'm going to burn down the underground fight anymore. And I don't think I'm going to uh, murder you in your sleep anymore. <laughs> wow. We both, we both were gonna do some pretty shitty things. <laughs> yes, it's a sir, good thing uh, that we made up. Some pretty uh, shitty things. Uh, I, I feel okay. good about this, and I think that we can unite to, uh, you know, take take control here and and really move our own lives forward. Take control? Do you mean we can burn faces together? We could burn the face off this whole GD camp. I feel like Hadley's goal at the beginning when he walked in was not to do this, but I mean, this is a success, but I feel like it's a success for both of them. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. So they uh, do what they needed to do. <laughs> okay. Tony, you can uh, establish a scene or have, have us establish it for you. 
Uh, you know what? Uh, let's have. Uh, I'd like to to have a one on one with Cameron. I think. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so I I think that I want to. Uh, uh, this is a little bit after Jacob and I's conversation. Um, and, uh, I want to, uh, I want to see Cameron. He, Cameron's going to be, uh, in the, I don't know, dugout, dugout of, uh, Kumite in between matches. Uh, it's after the we first, the first a, heat. They filmed it at and, a baseball park. It's a, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's after the first heat and, uh, Cameron and, and I and Jacob and, uh, Lionel have all won our first match, uh, against other, uh, opponents, uh, SCA opponents and PTA opponents, <sighs> weaker ones. Um, and so I'm, I'm meeting up with Cameron as he's uh, getting a, maybe a stretch in between matches. Hey, uh, Cameron, right? You were the last person to see uh, yeah. Sensei Joe Bags alive? Great match out there, buddy. What are you... What are you accusing me of something? Uh, no, I was just... Uh, Making conversation and saying the only facts I know about you. That's that's something that I picked up in a How to Make Friends class. Oh. Gotcha. You know, they, they say that you should uh, uh, try and recall the important details that you know about a person so that they, you can show that you were paying attention. And uh, this is this is what I knew, that you are the last witness to uh, uh, a very suspicious death. Eugene Orvath, right? You make your own geese. <laughs> oh, you noticed. Thank you. You noticed the croquet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could tell it was hand, hand, yes. <laughs> it was hand. Yes, it is hand. Um, well, I just, you know, I really admired uh, your technique out there. And um, between you and me, did I detect a hint of a glow? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm having a good day. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Cameron. You know, uh, I was at the drive-in last weekend. Uh uh, since this is the 80s, and I uh, was watching a really great movie uh, starring a young young gentleman named Tymac, and uh, he uh, he had a little bit of a glow about him as well. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's just say, Cameron, I think that uh, you're holding back on us out there, aren't you? What? What do you... No. I... Look, I've used every skill that I have from the only two lessons that I've gotten from my sensei. There's nothing else I could do. And when I'm finishing that sentence, we hear something. There's a rumbling under our feet. And digging under us from below are the are several uh, parent teacher association ninjas. And they come up and they're and like they're shaking sand off of the top of their their um, ninja hoods. And they're like, you. And I'm like, you. Hey, uh, Eugene Horvath. That's Principal Robinson. I beat him up. And now I think he wants to take revenge on me. Does someone else want to play it? That's right. That's right. Cameron. <laughs> you you are a terrible student. And you're an even more terrible ninja. No. How could you... You're right. I did kill Sensei Bags. But it was an accident. What? And then I turned oh, to I didn't Eugene. Say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm like trying, I'm like getting all upset, and I like collapse and sit down, like right as they like all the ninja are converging on me. No, no, Cameron, don't don't let him poison your mind with these doubts. You you didn't kill Sensei Bags. You killed your father. <gasps> no. <laughs> Like all the ninja just fly off like um, Matrix Two, and like they're all just like crawling on top of me, and they all just fly off, and then they most of them hit the uh, fencing 
from the inside of the dugout for the batting cages, and they and they and then it's just me and Eugene back to back facing all the ninja, and I say, Eugene, who who is my father? I've always uh, only was- known myself as Cameron the Prophet, not Cameron the Son. Your name, I saw, I saw it on the int- on the uh, the check-in list that uh, Sensei Joe Bags gave me to to help all the new counselors get checked in. I saw it right there, Cameron Bags. Your name is Cam Bags. Your name's gonna <laughs> be Mud when I'm done with you. Says one of the teachers. <laughs> and they start coming after us, and one by one, we're like taking them out, and we're we like do all these really fast punches and kicks. It gets really violent for some reason. Yeah, and it's, and it's kind of a little bit too bloody, but it goes on for like a really long time. It's like, Yeah, because these are like middle-aged people that are like, because they're PTA members, and they're like not in their prime, but they're really doing their best. Just kill me! Just kill me! And then like one of them is trying to like pe- like painfully like re-dig back into the ground, but I like grab them by the legs and pull them back out. I'm like, you're not going to get away with this, and I pull out their spine. <laughs> And then afterwards, we're running away from the from the dugout right outside of the Kumite. They're like Eugene. <laughs> that felt good. That's right, Cameron. You you can't hide who you are anymore. You are you are the true heir of the Scorpions camp. I was foolish before to try and try and claim it for myself. All I ask is that, as we move forward here, I, I ask that you, that you win this Kumite on behalf of the Scorpions. I need you to eliminate Fonzarelli and Stank. Stank? Who's that? You mean Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I suppose. Yes, I'll, I'll do what I have to do. Okay, I think Eugene, I think you succeeded in that one. Yeah, I, I think that I was trying to push you towards taking out all of our other opponents there. Eugene's a cannabis little snake. Okay, I think that's it for the whites. So everyone fails from now on. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> or there's one more. One more. Okay, so let me see. Now with my scene, uh, it's like the last one before. It's back to Dennis. Um, so, I think we'll for sure have the final So okay, so I got it. So everyone is is coming together in, in, at the stands of the Kumite, and it's it's a huge stage with like a bunch of yeah, it's underground, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Um, so the the um, summer camp council for this area does not know we're doing this. It's not allowed that we dug this under you. But anyways, so we have a giant. It's it's just fencing, just like outside of a, a baseball um, diamond. That forms a giant cage. Cage match. So you have to go inside to fight your opponent. And all of us have already won all of our matches. Until there's just one. And then, um... Uh, who else is left? Oh, one of the random uh, creative anachronists walks up and he says, Alright, everyone! The final match of the Underground Kumite Championship! A four-way grudge match. And every single one of us, like, have a corner as we walk in, and the, and it, the door slams behind us, and the crowd's behind us, like, yeah! And Lionel is dressed in a full set of armor. <laughs> Medieval armor. He's got a claymore. <laughs> he walks in as a knight. And the other uh, other Creative Society for Creative Anachronists, they all 
bow before him because in, in this Bones in this couple hours he has become their king. Bones <laughs> and he removes his armor very slowly, giving it to a squire, and he I thank you, sir. And he hands him his last piece of armor, and the squire drops it, and he kicks the squire in the face, gives him a cheap shot. And then he's stripped down until it's just eight pack, and still his uh, mall security dress pants and his dress shoes. <laughs> he was just wearing the armor, like just to walk Over. in, and then, yeah, just to walk in, and yeah. then he took it off. It's in the not, match. it's not regulation for the cumulative. Yeah. <laughs> so Cameron is wearing like just a t-shirt and like gym shorts, and the t-shirt is green and it has like all the Ninja Turtles on it. Um, Lewis is wearing uh, a homemade recreation of Bruce Lee's. Uh, a yellow singlet from uh, Game of Death. Lewis's? Um, <laughs> that <laughs> that he, he crocheted himself, so it's all wool. It's all like yarn together. What are you wearing, Jacob? No, I am. I'm Lewis. No, oh, I said Eugene. 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 Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, was good. We um, all knew that, Hadley. <laughs> I'm going to tell you your business. Uh, well, I was there for it. I was like, yeah, man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you come in wearing the same uh, thing? We're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> We are. What if uh, you were wearing the same thing? You both walk in with handmade, <laughs> Bruce Lee, yeah, yeah, yellow and black onesie thing. But I've got I've got a torch with fire on it. It's amazing. A okay, lit torch, you might say. So and I'm having a four way fight. All right. And I look up and I just have my I just have my t shirt. That's like it's the eighties, so like the sleeves are really really small. And and I look up and I'm like, Lewis, I've never seen you without your mask on. Lewis, is is that you? I'm sorry, my friend. It is. And he points the torch at him and he says, "I was playing you, fool." <laughs> what? What were you? What were you doing? I don't. What was the ruse? The ruse is very yeah. complicated, and I have, don't have time to get into it right now. <laughs> and I and I bring my hand up. And I'm, I'm, I, I just like softly, it's, it's like, my hand is trembling as I touch the side of his face that's burnt. And I say, no, how did this happen? And then my body reacts without my control and I punch him in the face and he goes flying. <laughs> but both of us are glowing. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Eugene sidles up to Lewis as he's getting up from the ground and he says, um, this, this is it, Jacob. Just like we talked about. Burn it all down. Damn right. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I am. What I imagine this arena to be like is like in Avatar: The Last Airbender, you know, the one anime that I know about. Um, that the the underground fighting ring where the Earthbenders fight. Um, yeah, it's like and a it's pit. like a big circle in the center, and yeah, there's like surrounded by the like cage a, that we established. Oh, there's a, there's a cage. Okay, perfect. Yeah. You know, light Son the of a cage bitch. on fire. <laughs> You light the cage on fire, so you so you put your torch. This whole whole cage lights like one. I don't know why it would be fast, but it is. And the crowd is going yes. They're so excited. And then Lionel um, and, is gonna stand in front of Eugene and say, "Have at thee." He has a British accent now. Uh, um, uh, Eugene's gonna real like duck away real quick and tell the camera to I do the same thing. He's like, "You see what he is? He's a monster. He's unstoppable. You have to put him down." I'm just going to try to pit Cameron and Jacob against each other while I try to deal with Fonzarelli. Uh, Lionel goes underneath Eugene's arms and puts him into a, into a, into a master lock. <laughs> I don't know what we do here. Maybe we should roll, just like for one move each or something. <laughs> nah, we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was say, All I did was... I, I... 
What is this step? <laughs> I was going to say, I trust everybody here to like not be like, and then I lock your arms so you can't move. Oh, like, I've, been, <laughs> I've been stunned, so I get another white one. Yeah. Yes. So why don't we spend them to, um, like, you spend a black to to fail at a move, and you spend a white to succeed at a move or something. <laughs> why would I, why would I, what are they for? I don't understand. Usually, so usually you would use them all, all the way at the end to decide whether or not you die, basically. Oh, okay. Each of them is, each of them in the book has, like, a scenario that it'll give you. Actually, we could still well, read that, but it's okay. What, what I've been keeping track of so far, um, Nick has one black, I have a black and a white, Hadley has a white, and Marcus, you have a black and two whites. Yeah. We got had so, two whites, and I got a white as well. Yeah, so he got one more yeah. white at the end of his last scene. Oh, so yeah, I forgot to mark that. But so yeah, maybe we should a, just... because you got Dennis's, you have an extra white as well, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. see if I because he is Cameron Bags. <laughs> Cameron Bags, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I think we can at least assume that, like, if you have a black and a white, you have kind of a mixed fate. If you have all whites, you probably yeah. have a good fate. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's actually, um, so we just read in there, it's the opposite, right? So if you have black, you have a good fate. You have a white, you have a bad. Oh, really? So I think it's like if you failed more. Oh, you gained experience? Right? Yeah. Well, that's what we just read on that board, right? <laughs> right, right. That they were like, why oh, is black okay. good, I guess? So, but it doesn't matter because nobody has all black, so. But Hadley has Hadley white, does. So, all right. Oh, no. <laughs> that informs our play. A little bit. So we're all mixed besides Hadley. And yeah. then Nick, I think, has the best one. You have the most positive one. Yeah, I guess. So <laughs> so you probably win the Kumite then. So Dude, that's Lionel Alphonse Rally's destiny right there. Okay, hold on. Okay, wait. Let's just all play right, so this you got me to pull Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to put put Eugene into it like a chokehold while uh, Cameron and, and uh, uh, Louis, Louis or Jacob fight. Uh, so... Uh, Eugene uh, is very tall. Eugene's like 6'6", six, six, so he's kind of like bent over backwards in this full Nelson. Um, and he decides to try and use the momentum uh, to uh, just kind of flop his way over it and like do a, a half twist to the side, um, like that wrestling move to try and somersault that a bit. Uh, and he fails. Gotcha. He, he's just in at a... He's stuck even worse in there, and his neck is at a really awkward position. Yeah, and then Lionel whispered to him, he's like, I've been wrestling hogs all day. <laughs> so, I, I <laughs> so Cameron and Lewis whisper to somebody. <laughs> Cameron and Lewis are facing each other, and and then and both of us are in martial arts stances. And I'm like, Lewis, you you don't have to do this. You can you can just lay down your hands now and and leave. I never told you something, Lewis. I have a father. I'm not just a prophet. I'm a kid too, and I'm I'm a son. Um, <laughs> And my uh, father is Joe Bag, so I should win. That's what I meant. So I sh- you should let me win. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna use my glowing hands to take the fire off the torch and hold it in my hands, and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna say I missed the part where that's my problem, and then I shoot it at his face. What? Literally, like so a fireball shoots out of your. So yeah, I think Cameron just like fucking flies back and hits the the fence, which is also on fire. And he's like falling down to the ground, and then then when when he's on the ground, um, just like the fire just goes out, and he's all covered in black soot. And he's like, "You shouldn't have done that." And his eyes glow just for a second, and then they go back to normal. He's like, "I don't know how to make him glow for a long time." Lionel's very distracted by this, which gives Eugene the upper hand. In the yeah. Chokehold. Uh, <laughs> um, so Eugene finally he's like wiggles his way out into super armor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> um, 
But Eugene, he kind of like pulls out, but it like it's kind of like stretches his clothes out, and now he's got a really stretchy neck on his shirt, and he's like just kind of sweating a lot and out of breath already because he spent this whole weekend scheming instead of wrestling hogs and gaining dictatorship over another group, which you were able to do in such a short time. Uh, so he's out of breath, but he decides to try and like sucker punch you, and he just like kind of swings hard for your face. Uh, yeah, and Lionel take it. They say they're going to have to punch better than that, Eugene. I don't like this new you, officer. I love the new me. <laughs> I'm ne I may never go back to the mall. <laughs> Why is this Lionel LeGrew? <laughs> because I was with the Society of Creative Anachronists. <laughs> um, they taught me their ways. I think during this time, uh, I think Marcus's character is getting the upper hand here. Excuse me. Um, Cameron the Prophet. Or Cameron, Cameron the Vax. Prophet has the upper hand and he's got him by the neck and he's holding his hand. And I think he's like, uh, my, my character's like reaching for his hands to try to get him to let go. And he looks over at, um, he looks over at uh, Eugene Horvath and says, Eugene, help. Oh, um, Eugene is uh, going to see him reach out his hand um, and he's going to uh, coldly turn away. Uh, 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 you've served your purpose. No. And then, and I say, Lewis, you should have given up when I gave you the chance. And then I start squeezing, but then, <clears throat> a sword comes out of nowhere. It's the katana from, <laughs> from Sensei Bag that was stolen, exactly. And it flies through the air and, and impales me. And I'm like, Ugh. Oh, and everyone's everyone's heads turn, and we see it's Principal Robinson in his PTA ninja garb, and he says, "You shouldn't have left my school district, because you were your father said you were supposed to be at school there." And then Lionel will, will Lionel will, will throw Eugene to the ground and say, "Hey, his accent's gone now. Hey, buddy, <laughs> we were tasked with keeping these kids safe." At this, the 25th annual Underground Kumite. And I'm still the camp counselor here. We're all, we, me and Eugene both are. <laughs> so you can't That's mess right. with our Kumite. And I'll hop up next to him with renewed vigor. And we'll do like a cool little handshake that we haven't planned, but it works out pretty well. Yeah. And then we'll do some like team combos where we're like flipping over each other. <laughs> <laughs> and as, so the, the, the cage is burning, but the um, doors, the, 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 Chain link. That's what I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of the word chain link. This entire game. Anyways, the chain link doors open and ninja are flooding in from the PTA. And they're, the security is from the creative anachronists. So they're like trying to stop them from coming in too. But anyways, all the ninjas are flooding in and you guys are like taking them out one by one. And I'm like bleeding on the ground with the sword through me. And Lionel will reach over and grab the sword and rip it out of your body. Because <laughs> he's always wanted that goddamn sword. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll go and attack the go and attack the, the rest of the PTA workers, slaughtering them. <laughs> and then I think at the end of it, there's all the bodies of the ninja. <laughs> this time dead. We didn't just like immobilize them or whatever. This yeah. time completely dead. And then everyone in the audience is like, Yeah, yeah. And they're like they're like cheering as Lionel Fonzarelli is holding up the sword. And I think all of us get that like he's clearly the winner of the Kumite. And, and uh, everyone's, like, bowing because he's the new sensei. And then Lionel will look at the audience and say, and throw the sword at the ground and say, No. I'm going back to the mall. 
<laughs> walk away. <laughs> walk out of there and say, it was a good fight, Eugene. Cameron, don't die. <laughs> and I say, Jacob, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's got like, definitely got like a million ninja stars like in his lifeless body. No! He definitely <laughs> suffered. He did. Oh, he did. I think I'll see most of you in next year's Kubate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to go over to uh, to Jacob as he's, he's bleeding out, um, and I'm going to kind of cradle his head in my lap, and I say, uh, "Oh, Jacob, it, it it wasn't worth it after all. All of the all the manipulating and backstabbing and and all of it just to just to see you've already gone through so much. And if only I could." And he kind of takes a deep breath, and he like tilts his face up toward the sky, and like light beams out of his eyes and mouth, and. Uh, <coughs> His uh, the <laughs> body of Jacob starts to glow, and the the ninja stars start to like drop back out of him um, as uh, wounds open up on <laughs> Eugene's body all over where the ninja stars no. Jacob is. <laughs> and you see um, the last wound to to be healed from Jacob and appear on Eugene is a burn across his face as he finally heals the last wrong that he did to Jacob. Lyra's still over. walking away, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on? Here? What happened?" <laughs> Where did this? Where did what? God, I gotta get so, back to the mall. It's five thirty. <laughs> something, something beautiful is happening over here. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets up and and he looks up at. He's like, no. And he touches his face and he goes, no, no, Horvath, no, you didn't have to do that. I was told, no. Rule number seven out of fifteen, chum. You always sacrifice for the ones you love. That's in the scorpion's handbook. Lewis. There's eight more rules after that, but. Lewis. Kara's body is laying on the ground. And he says, Lewis. Lewis, come here. Lewis. Hey, Lewis. Lewis, come here, dude. (laughs) Lewis. And as he walks up, I'm like, dude, my father would want you to have this. And I give him the sword. Did you take the sword? No. Okay, then I give him the sword. Like here. I think it's time for us to move on to our next prize. Am I the new Am I the new bags? And then it says 1,000 years later. (laughs) And the credits roll. (laughs) The credits roll. Yep. Dude, this this went from a from a B movie to a C movie. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. And that was. New Jersey Ninja. It's wow. gotta be. <laughs> Great movie, everybody. Great title. Yeah. I had a oh lot of fun. <laughs> we've only been recording for an hour and 20 minutes. Only? We got a lot of story. We created a lot of story in there. I don't think we played Fiasco right. So we only did one act. We didn't yeah, read like, what the tilts are. But we can do that next time when we have more time. This time, it was super fun. We were learning the game. We are having fun with it. Have fun with Tony. No, I mean, if we have like a couple hours to burn, you know. But yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, thanks for letting me be a part of this, guys. It was a lot of fun. I hadn't played Fiasco in a really long time. I played it all, so this is a good little learning experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we played it right, but it's, I've never played, but I don't think we played it right, but it was still it was still fun. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I know that they like advertised as like, you make your own kind of Coen Brothers style movie. Uh, I don't know if that's what that was <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> so there were elements. In my mind, this was also to commemorate the fact that the second edition of Fiasco just came out, folks. 
go to your local stores or Amazon and buy it. It is all the support same. Support your local store. Well, if you can find it, because <laughs> yeah. it's so new. I don't know if it'll Marcus. be in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a full price, like us. And uh, it is a set of cards now, so you can you draw cards and you put them in between each other. It's pretty sick. So check that out. And uh, I don't know if Fist City is in there yet, but if it's not, we'll make you a version. It should be. Okay. Well, let's, let's end this recording. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, guys. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.